Bros Podcast, episode 148. Happy Friday. We tuning into this weekend. Turn up, shout out. Uh, we want to start this podcast with the winner of the giveaway of the Kendrick Lamar to Pimple Butterfly vinyl. Am I holding it upside down, sir? No, I got it upside down. No, yeah, you got it. Uh, the winner's name is going to be Otis Made It V2. Shout out to you, bro. You know who you are. Otis Made It V2. Yep. That was picked at complete random, y'all. It was picked completely random, wasn't it, Terrell? It was. Like, it wasn't like I just was like, yo, just pick anybody. Mm -hmm. It was completely randomized. So, if your Otis made it, you made it. Nigga, you we'll made re it. We'll reach out to you and, and get your info or whatever, however this you do it. This is lit, bro. I'm going to personally send you this drink. But yeah, come on down. Right. <laughs> But happy Friday. You got on this swishy-ass jacket. You sure you want to wear that? You can hear it? Yeah, I can hear it better than you. You hear that? You look like you're getting ready to steal something. You like the nigga that came in the store. We'd be like, watch this nigga. He got on a jacket. It's 80 degrees. Fuck, he got that jacket on. This nigga's putting a Sony XB32 in his pocket. Nigga, come this way. <laughs> <laughs> what you look like? You look like you about to... What do you look like you about to do with this This nigga's going to jail for a lightning cable. <laughs> what you about to, What you look like with this shirt on? This nigga got on the Why Did I Get Married collection, boy. Come on, Brody. You know, this nigga looks like his first name is Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shirt that he has on. You look like your first name. I don't even know where you he got that looks like his on. first name is Gavin. Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> Gabe, boy. Fuck out of here. He can't even be happy with this shirt on. Look at this shirt, boy. You look like you're getting ready to go for a fresh cup of coffee-like shit, boy. Okay, boy. Fuck out of here. This nigga's dressed like Kane from Power, boy. You know <laughs> And who you dress like? <laughs> you like from Power. This nigga dressed like who? What's what's Method Man's character in Power? That's who you dress like. Davis. Davis. The hoes like Davis. The hoes fuck with Davis. Uh huh. Uh, once again, happy Friday to everybody. It's a big weekend. It's fight weekend. We got NBA playoffs. Yes, sir. Durante Tank Davis, but I knock this. But I knock Ryan Garcia. All I'm saying. All I'm gonna say. Face. All I'm gonna say is I can't the, wait to see Terrell face. If the Instagram sensation pulls it off. Y'all gonna be sick. <laughs> it's no way. You know no what way. I hate, bro? You know I've been tweeting about the NBA and stuff like that. And you know I watch. I've been watching. I've been keeping up with basketball. I didn't just learn what basketball is, but motherfuckers like to act that way when I give a take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But y'all pressed me out to get into basketball. Now y'all mad because I'm going to get y'all favorite team. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Terrell is a menace. They pressed me out to get into basketball. This is bullshit. Only football. The sports is supposed to be more than just NFL picks. This is bullshit. I finally get into basketball. Now I'm coming at your squad and giving you facts, and, it's, and you're mad. And Terrell's more locked in than me, y'all. Terrell's way more locked in than me. Terrell be like, watching my this. I'm watching these Knicks. I got about five watching this. I'm like, damn, I got about five got teams. Cavs, my number one is Grizzlies. It's a parade inside my city. That's my number one right there. Grizzlies, Kings, my squad. Grizzlies. So, uh, oh, what about Kings? Grizzlies, Kings, Cavs, mm -hmm. Celtics. And Wolves. I'm, I'm only going with one squad, and then when they lose, I'm switching. It's, 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 it's Memphis. Big Memphis. It's a parade inside <laughs> my city, yeah. I love when John Morant's daughter do it. I love it. It's the most adorable I thing. I absolutely guys. love it. <laughs> they hey, people be sick. Let me tell y'all something. I love ghetto raw shit. I'm sorry. Why you say that now? Why you say, that, love, why you say that after we I talking about his daughter? I love love story. It, his daughter, feel me? He's adorable. That's why I don't we don't like that bullshit, Snowfall. We want the ghetto love story. We want, we want. All right, hold on, wait. We all over. That's what we want. Feel me? Now we all over. We don't want the real. 
Because we live it. You feel me? I want that ghetto love story. I'm confused. We're talking about John Moran's daughter, and now you're talking about... What are you talking if about? They, if they win, what that look like for Ja? Woo! He need to hurry up and come back. It'll really be a parade inside his city if they win. But let's keep it above. Imagine him really being able, being able to say it's a parade in my city. And it really and be a parade because they won? That'll be dope. But let's and be... And y'all will be so mad. They will be sick. But let's be honest. Yeah. The Nuggets, the Suns, the Kings, it's tough. It, the Warriors, it's tough to get out of the West. All right, Skip Bayless. All right. Um, Steven, they stiff like shit, boy. Look at your shirt okay, who like you, shit, boy. Look, okay, who you look this like? This nigga look like he work at Bad Bath & Beyond. This nigga's got a Bomani Jones face. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Um, this past weekend, though, was dope, man. Crab season is back. Nigga look like he work at your boy Hall. was on it. <laughs> Well, you look like you, you, look like you, you, look, you work at J.C. Penney's like shit. Did you need, look at him. Did you need help over here? <laughs> Not over here. Fuck out of here, boy. You look like you work at City Trends. You look like one of them, <laughs> or Shoe City. You look like you work at one of them stores that's about to close. <laughs> good with y'all. Right, hey, look, this past weekend was dope, man. We had, uh, had my girl at my parents' house. We had a little cookout. Um, it was dope. I don't know if y'all see my Instagram story, but your boy put a little, you know, burgers and dogs on the grill. Yep. Boom, boom, crab clap. season is back. Boom, boom clap. Hey, boom, boom, clap. I was trying. You were supposed to keep talking. Oh, for my, for of, my, uh, yeah, yeah, for you. yeah. I was the first crabs of the season. Shout out to Moe's in uh, mm. White Plains. That's where I get my crabs from. That's my spot. Yes, sir. Because they look. A lot of people say they got large crabs, and they'll give them to you for this price, that price. But look, <laughs> you pick them drinks up, they be light as a feather. Moe's gets you right every time. But uh, yeah, does get you right it was a dope. It was dope. And look, Terrence was out of town. He was not here. He hasn't been here. This is his first day back yep, since yep. Thursday. Since yeah, after the pod day. How did we do the pod? He he rolled out Friday. Friday you flew away. Saturday you tripping? Saturday yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Yep. Saturday he flew away. Yep. And it is Thursday. Believe it or not, I'm fresh off a plane. Shout out to the people who live in Seattle, Washington. That's where I Ow! was. Ow! <laughs> 206, what's up? Hey, look. What's that's their number? Yeah, that's, yeah. It was really out there. Um, Who area code is 148? Keep going. 148. Um, but, yeah, I was in Seattle for, for five days with my boo. That's my girl. My girl lives in Seattle. Um, just made shit official. You feel me? Congratulations. I appreciate it. Appreciate Welcome it, to the it. life of being out that game. Jersey and the rafters. Forever. And I'm going to keep it 100. I was... Re I was I was not in a relationship. I was just in a relationship not too long ago before being in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's crazy how you can be in disbelief that you can find some shit again. Feel mm -hmm. me? And yeah. that's me being real vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was days where I woke up like, yo, you know what? For real, for real, I'm just out here doing me. Like, whatever. You know? I think people will show up and pick you. And mm -hmm. that reminds you that shit is legit. You know? So he's a pick me. I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, but I mean, like, you'll think you could fuck up a, in your last relationship and be like, damn, I'm not really capable of maintaining this shit. You know? And I think I tweeted this. You'll start fucking with somebody, and then you'll, you'll self-sabotage. You'll, you'll try to shoot him away because you're like, yo, I'm not capable of a relationship because my last joint just failed, so... I'm going to just oh, not yeah. text them back and see where they go, you know, or yep. whatever. 
and it's not that you're treating them like trash or whatever, but like, if you're da- it, not if you're damaged, but more so like if you're hesitant about Still doing some, it again, mm-hmm. the people that you get back, the people that you normally do it with, be the people who don't shake at you being hesitant, because it's a real thing. People have real, real past. Not to get on a soapbox, but well, stay on that soapbox. I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. Um, taking on a relationship that's long distance. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. For me, it was hell. I was young. Yeah. I was very young. I was very insecure. Um, ended up getting cheated on. You know. So look, maybe I was insecure for a reason. <laughs> maybe I wasn't insecure. Maybe I was right. <laughs> but now, nah, yeah. I what gave you the confidence? To like, and I know we we're adults now, you know. But what get, what gives you confidence in a long distance relationship, like, and saying, you know what, we can make this work? Because a lot of people might could find the person that they're looking for, just like somewhere yeah. else. But they'll think, nah, I need to find somebody out here because they want to have that every day or every other day connection. Nah, yeah. Um, for me, I think it was the person. I wouldn't do a long distance relationship with somebody that I just thought was pretty. Or somebody that I just wanted to fuck. Or somebody that I was trying to, you know, because they got a nice crib or some shit like that. For me, it was just the person and, like, the relationship that we able to create. If, if, it, if it's the same, if, if this person can make you feel the same way when they're on the phone and standing in, in, and when you're in the, their physical presence, if they can still support you. Because mm-hmm. when you think about it, people don't really have to touch you to support you. To be there with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm, you could be, you could talk to one person all day on the phone, but you, you weren't alone all day. You were talking to that one person, but you were never with them. Not so, yet. like, I feel like in 2022, you can 100% do a, a long distance. Sorry, 23. Mm-hmm. Your boy's living in the past. Look, I'm out. I'm still on it. Still jet lag. <laughs> oh, yeah. This nigga's that, year lag. What's that movie? That, what's that show? Manifest? Uh-huh. Where they came back and it was like nine years later? Uh, and well, look, we all know manifesting this bullshit. I'm just playing. Right. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> what I'm living yeah. my current life, my, what I'm currently talking about right now is, is, is an act of manifestation. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm a manifest king. Nobody can tell me anything forever after this. But I do think um, her family and her community out there, her friends. Her I, tribe. That tribe, is, I'm, I'm locked in with everybody. I can, I can go down the list. I'm going to go... Uh, Ozone. Uh, Terrence, you don't have to do this. We get it. Dr. You, you don't. It's okay. I'm out there. Shout, shout out to them too. But that having somebody who has a dope community and a dope, um, like a dope life that you can connect with, uh-huh. especially if it's different from yours, you can do a long distance thing. For sure. It's, and look, you also have to be able to afford to do it. That's, that, let's not leave that very important piece out. That's true, but like there's, ben- there's, there's flight benefits that you can take advantage of. You just got to be willing to look for them shits. But not to be a uh, long story, a little slightly less long. I do want to give a shout out to the people that live in Seattle. Um, my boy Rashad is the, one of the first people that I ever met that lived in Seattle. And he moved to Maryland and we chopped mm-hmm. it up here. And he always told me he was going to go back there. He ended up going back there. He ended up becoming like a, a dope-ass fitness influencer model. Um, fashion. Fa- oh, sorry. I said fitness influencer. You said fashion. fitness. Mm-hmm. But um, I got out there with the people of Seattle, and I felt like everybody out there was a vibe. All the people were cool. Everybody's so much about legacy. Everybody that I talked to, at least in her camp, is so much about I lived here, my dad lived here, and 
my family has been here for years. I think that's dope, bro. Like, me and Terrell, our house that we grew up in, my parents had to do what they had to do for them. Mm. So they don't have it anymore. So somebody else lives there. But when I was out there, I'm like, damn, it would be so dope to just know I could go back to where I took my first steps or where I used mm-hmm. to shoot the basketball, you know? Yeah. I feel like mm, we, I, that's one thing that I don't have. We could go back and buy that joint, spin the, spin the block. But look, now that's somebody else's little favorite crib. They got two young people growing up in that house, and when they grow up, they probably going to want it. And I would, how, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Y'all, y'all in it now. It's y'all's. Whatever. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's not like you inheriting it from, not yet. But you see, that's what made me look at the culture that was dope mm-hmm. out there. I'm like, all right, this is dope. And you ate good when you was out there? 100%. 100%. So some my of the girl, pictures? My girl folks is like cooks, like chefs. Damn. Not legit chefs, but you know. They yeah. be cooking for real. I just you know think, how there's people in this world that like legit cook? Yeah. Like that. Like they're not going to make some quick shit. I just invested in plates and cups. Yeah. Because I did a vlog and I had, you know. And hold up. Who invested in plates and cups before you and gave you the idea? You invested in plates and cups. And you know what? I just uh, target, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But you know what? I fig- I picked up these plates that said 50 cent a piece. Plate, 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 plate. Right? I got four. Yeah. yeah. Plate, 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 plate. They're plastic. Got four cups. Got four bowls. Yeah. I get to the register and Shorty's scanning and I'm like, hold up. Them dress was like $2.50 a piece. $2.50 you're tripping. I paid $40 for my four plates and I got in there. Probably $10 a plate. $2.50, $2.50, $2.50, $2.50. Sir, what type of cheap ass plates was you getting? They plastic. You didn't get the threshold joints? I got the threshold. I got the joint. You could pick one, two. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. You got the shit that they making in the back. They got a nigga back there carving forks. <laughs> they throwing your shit. Look, they just wrapped the little paper thing around it, right? Nah, they didn't, right? Even, they didn't even put those. Nah, mine, mine was just out there. I had to wash them. That's it nice. was just some regular. I just needed some extra plates. I'm a paper plate type of person. I like to just wash and throw it up. But you got to have real plates. Not yet. All right, look, Terrell, let's move past this. We're going to get on to some other shit. All uh, right, Ben. In lieu... Of me going to Seattle, fresh off a plane. I just got off a plane this morning. This brolic ass nigga pulled up and picked me up. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't help but think about that video that was trending this week with the dude and the baby. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And the dude was basically going off and he was cursing about the baby crying and shit like that. Like the fucking baby. Something they need to calm they they baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't gotta play the clip, but. On my flight to Seattle, it was a baby that was crying nonstop. And my flight to Seattle was at what time, Terrell? It was late. It was... Nah, it was actually early in the morning. Well, it was late, but it was early in the morning. We dropped you off like 5 a.m. You dropped me off at 4 a.m. You're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. So you had like an early morning, but and if then, I like, stayed I was up a, late type flight. Nah, and look, I pulled an all-nighter because we, I, I, we had to be in that mom and dad joint. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I planned on getting sleep on the plane. And when I got on the plane, it was, a, it was a little young Asian girl that was going crazy. She was adorable, too. But she was going nuts, bro, and none of us could sleep. Like, and I was getting irritated. Like, I was low-key in my feelings, like, this mm-hmm. is bullshit. So, I understand the heat, but to see bruh going off on a kid like that is like, I'm not going to tell you he's wrong because, I'm not going to tell you he's wrong because we all know that, you know? Uh-huh. What's the fucking point of getting on this podcast and saying that bro was wrong? We know. All I'm saying, it's just a, it's a funny thing because I was just in the same position as him. And it was like watching somebody do what 
You you thought it, but you would never have the heart to do this. That dude was crazy as shit. This man is, if y'all haven't seen that clip. Y'all know how Terrell about to give it up. Go ahead, Terrell. This man is on there talking about, we are in a tin can echo chamber with a screaming baby. And they're telling him, sir, you're yelling. Yeah, you're yelling. And he's like, so is the, so is the baby. But it's like, you are an adult man, yeah. right? I don't know what type of how you was raised or if you have children in your family or have ever been around babies, but that's how they communicate. Also, so look, what do you want them to, to do? Toss the baby out the plane? Should we land the ba- set land the plane since the baby won't stop crying? And then how fucking inconsiderate? Do you think the parents want their child to be screaming like this? They're doing everything they fucking can. But sometimes, baby don't fuck with it. The altitude hit them different. <laughs> when I got on my flight this, when I got on my plane this morning, it was a fucking, I'm, I'm looking for my seat. And I was in 13, 13A, but it's like A, B, C, or whatever I was. Mm-hmm. And all I could see on my, my seat is this little boy's hands like this. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, bro. Kids are the most annoying things about planes because I ain't driving. Mm-hmm. I just have to sit and deal. And I can honestly look. You're right. What, is, what are they supposed to do with the baby? That's what we were saying. We was like, yo, what the fuck like, are, they, are, they, are they supposed to do with their baby? What are they supposed to do? And this is my thing, too. If you have such an issue, like if you get on a plane, it's like if you get getting on a plane, is the exact same thing as getting on a bus. It is the exact same thing. It is public transportation. One is a lot more expensive than the other. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you don't get on a bus and say, this girl got she's on the bus with this, this baby. I can't even cry. I can't even sleep on my way home from work. Because it's a public, it's like a public Because thing. it's public. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can't get on a plane. If you had a private jet and you could kick somebody off your jet, Cool. Yeah. But you on a public plane. What, are they supposed to not travel? What if they're traveling because they had a deaf in the family and they got a newborn? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're fucking doing all this about the baby. Come on, bro. I never... I, I, niggas thought it was funny. It was cool. It, was, it, was, it wasn't funny, but... You know how I am about shit like that, bro. I don't right. fuck with that. Terrell is, Terrell is a real daddy-ass nigga. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> you a freaky-ass nigga. He's saying pause because you know what's crazy? You know what I'm talking about. We talking about babies. He immediately thinks that. Parents, I would never it's not get over that. That's crazy. It's not about thinking about that. It's just the fact that that's, that's insane. But, yeah, anyway, I don't know what was going on with people this, um, this week with the passengers. You see what the big girl said? She said all plus-size passengers should be provided with an extra free seat or even two or three seats depending on their size to accommodate their needs and ensure comfort during the flight. That's for free. Like, yo, I'm for everybody being comfortable, right? Same. But you about to jam up the whole booking situation because— What if you could put your weight and say, yo, I'm like 268 and I'm Jawad, and then it'll automatically process— (laughs) A discounted two seat. That'll be dope, but I feel like people would take advantage of it. You know? Yeah, I would definitely buy the. Fat, I would buy the, the big seat too, because I wouldn't want nobody to sit next to me. 
So that's where it just kind of becomes. But then look at the money play. All right, bet, buy it, because you're paying more. You're going to pay a little bit more, but it's a discounted more. I mean, I guess, yeah. Y'all can't it will do. be can't too tough it. to do. We can't do it. It'd be too tough. Get in that motherfucking gym. We are not about to start flexing the world so that you could be comfortably big. And low-key, if you feel offended by that, I am not trying to offend anybody. I know that everybody can't work out. Everybody can't get in the gym or whatever. I'm not trying to offend nobody. But, like, I feel like we're going to be like Wally if we start doing shit like that. Y'all ever seen Wally? I bring it up all the time. Yeah, come on, y'all. They were talking about if Wally was live action, it would be terrifying. <laughs> if Wally was live action, it would be terrifying. That is true as shit. Because you, you, you didn't get to see Darren Aronofsky's The Whale, but how big he was is 100% like how Wally was. Like, can't walk for real. Yeah. It would be a terrifying movie, all those people. But um, speaking of artificial intelligence, <laughs> um, the probably the oldest... News from this weekend, or this past week, was the uh, the Drake and Weekend track that went crazy. You know, it was a uh, it was all AI. The beat was AI. They had a Metro Boomin tag on there, like he made it. The beat was terrible um, until the middle. But um, that song got a lot of traction. I don't know if y'all were able to hear that song, but it got a lot of traction. It got like two hundred and fifty thousand streams on Spotify or something like that. Damn, for right? Real. Yeah, it went crazy. I saw that. Yeah. And so to me, it opens the conversation about this AI thing, right? Yeah. Because we, and this AI thing has been happening over the past month and a half. You know what I'm saying? Two months we've been getting these different tracks and this person's verse. And we haven't really talked about it on the podcast because it really wasn't like a thing. But like now, yeah. it's becoming like, all right, this shit like scary level. Good sometimes. Nah, yeah. I'm saying like not able to tell what's real and what's fake. Good. Exactly. Yeah. And to me, it raises we're still in the baby stages of this, like the infant early stages of what this AI thing is. And so my question is, or what what I was thinking about is how this could potentially affect the industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fact that Drake and Weekend did not work together. At all. That's not really them. But we can get that if we want it. We don't have to wait for them to do it anymore. And the fact that people fuck with it means they don't give a fuck about authenticity. If it sounds like it, we'll listen to it. Motherfuckers is still spinning that track. That's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drake don't have to put shit out. They and that and that's they what, can put Drake out. Right. That's what alarmed me the most. It's not just like, oh yeah, whatever. It's not, it's not real. It's like People listening to this shit like it's actually like the real thing to the point where UMG, who is the devil, came out and they're trying to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. ban everything from everywhere. They working overtime for this shit. But it's not your beat. It's really not Drake in the weekend. So what are you really copywriting? You know what I'm saying? I can see you copyright Metro Boomin's tag. That's enough. But it's his sound. It's his, his voice. It is. But I guess it's not nothing that's l like legally owned, so you can't copyright. I don't know. That's what makes it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But my the the scary part for me is it's gonna get to a point where as an artist, you don't even have to make your own music. But are you gonna get money for that? Is the thing. Like, are, is, is Drake and Weekend getting money for that song being top of Spotify charts? I don't know. Cause look, if they not, 
that changes the game. It does. Because, because can you Yeah, you can say it's like you can say somebody imitating you. What if it, okay, so right? like let's say yeah, you can. But let's say like we cause Drake's likeness is Drake and the weekend, both their likenesses are probably patented. They probably patented their likeness. Trademark their likeness. Okay. It's just like Beyonce. Like you can't be in a movie and say, oh, there's Beyonce and I'm not getting paid for it. Ah. Trademark your likeness. When you become a star, you can do that. But my thing is in the future, what if I don't want to make a album? If I'm what if I pay somebody that sounds like pay somebody to that sounds like me. That can just do the AI. That could do a whole project for me. They're going to write and everything, and I'll just pay for it because I got enough money. Imagine if when Quentin Miller was writing for Drizzy, for if you're reading, he just did the AI and just yeah. like never had to spit the shit. I never even had to say anything. But what, what would be the benefit of that as an artist? It just really sounds like the benefit is only for those who want a certain artist's music that's already out and they want something new. Like, mm-hmm. that's why you see this Kanye doing this and... Stuff like that because Kanye Loki's not making music anymore. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of people dreaming with this AI shit. Yeah, 100%. so I'm like, how could it be of a benefit to a new artist? I don't think I don't I don't think I know that benefit yet. I don't I don't I don't know. I think it only looks like a negative thing coming for regular yeah. artists because what makes you think that they're gonna stop here? These girls might start singing and say, "Yo, this is LMA, AI." Yeah, but I was oh, just 100%. singing. The Rihanna joints went crazy. Yeah, see. And you know what, Terrence? I think it's going to happen. I think the AI thing can go two ways. Yeah. Artists are either going to embrace AI and start using it, or it'll force people out of their shells. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Drake put out that search and rescue joint. A lot of people like the, um, the AI him and weekend joint better than the search and rescue joint. I saw that a lot. Wow. I like search and rescue better. Okay. If you ask me, um, but there was a lot of people saying it's crazy that the AI song is better than the real song. That is actually scary mm-hmm. if you really think about it. Nah, that is scary. They did that shit with a computer, and I just started using chat GPT. That shit is insane. And that's what I wanted to kind of push the AI conversation over to uh-huh. because I was watching this uh, interview, and I think a lot of people might have seen this interview where the dude was talking to this guy about AI, and the guy had something to do with the creation of it. And he was talking about how the AI will sometimes hallucinate. And he was like, when the AI hallucinates, you know, how does it recover from that? Like, or how does it, like, how does it, you know, respond? And the guy was basically talking about how the AI is so smart that it learns to, like, adapt in certain conversational areas. Like, it legit will learn, okay, you say, like, it was like if you, and I know some of y'all have seen this, it was like if you always say, damn, that's crazy, the AI's going to say, the AI remembers that when you say, damn, that's crazy, is coming right behind that. So, that's the way it's learning everything. So, if you always. Oh, shit, that shit learn patterns. That, it learns your patterns, though. Like, so, like. If you're always saying, if you're always, I don't know. It's like, like a child. It's a sponge. But it's the worst type of sponge because this motherfucker has the knowledge of Google yeah. to come, to come <laughs> respond to just you. And this is my thing. This is all I wanted to say. This is a learning AI, which means there's some sort of vision. 
That's what I think about. If I can learn, I can see. So like the AI is able to, even if it's in the computer, it's literally able to see and recognize something and learn to be better. So to me, I just felt like this is like the creation of like a brain, right? Mm -hmm. This AI. Right now we, we laughing because it's on our tablet. We laughing because we can do it on our phones now. It's mobile. But I feel like we're at the part of history or whatever where we're starting to realize how cool AI is. And I don't have to write an essay, and that's crazy how smart it is. But I think we're going to get to a dangerous point where they're going to put that AI into a machine and try to take that and make it this physically walking around, just like our robot, bro. Mm -hmm. Why would they not do that? If this thing is so smart that they could do all of this stuff, they we're going to eventually get to a point where they want to put it into a little small dog thing, right? You've seen the little, the little fire yeah. department dogs. Now, this is what I think. It just seems like the end of the world. It does. And, like, I was talking to my girl about this yesterday. The, uh, they can go on chat GPT and say, write me a 10-page paper on whatever, because my girl in nursing school. Yeah. Right? Write me a 10-page paper on this. And it'll do it for you. People have been, you know, copying and doing it. But they school now has this thing where it can detect if you use chat GPT or something like that. Yeah. And they get you for plagiarism if you do it. But she was talking about how some people have legit been writing their own papers. Yeah. And their teachers are hitting them saying, you used AI for this. It, AI was detected. And they're saying, I didn't even use this shit. So we're starting to the line's starting to get blurry already. That's crazy. It's and insane. It, and I feel like that is just going to end up with us being less smart and people having less jobs. Because now instead of us, instead of you writing your own essay, you just get the the AI to do it for you, right? That's mm -hmm. or I think far out. So let me doing my homework. I'm just going to get my eye robot to do it. Yeah. And he does it all right. Mm-hmm. Done. Look, done. Starbucks. <laughs> done. Burger King. Yeah, look, you do all of that, now you're complete, but you're not smart. But guess who is smart? Guess who is learning everything in your class? Your fucking robot. Mm -hmm. And this is what I was thinking. What make y'all think that them motherfuckers not going to learn, learn you where they learn? They're going to learn your motherfucking ass. Don't get up early enough for certain shit so I can put, I can fuck him up when he wake <laughs> up, you know? <laughs> or they can learn that you aren't fast. Uh -huh. or you can't fight. Yeah. He knows what punch you're going to throw. He knows you're going to try to go for the knife, right? Yeah. The knife? <laughs> this learning motherfucker? Yo, we joking about this shit, but we could all literally be destroyed by this in years. Not yet. I just recently watched the first episode of Attack on Titan where this motherfucker peeked over the wall. Yeah. That shit was intense as fuck. It was only 30 minutes. <laughs> bro, that oh, shit bro, was yes. That shit was so intense. I watched at the drink... I fucked up because I watched that episode and fell asleep on the second episode. So I had a crazy dream. We got robbed. Somebody stole my Maybach. I had a Maybach again. The first episode of Attack on Titan is, is crack. That dream was insane. But I started episode one, y'all. Y'all got to give me so that. Imagine the robot at your door, right? Terrell, your, what is Terrell be making? Your steak is ready. Your steak is ready. Okay, I robot, or okay, robot, whatever. Yeah, all right, cool, whatever. Put it on the stove. I suggest that you eat it now while it's hot. 
You know what? I think I'm going to eat it a little bit later. You can just put it in the microwave for me. Uh, you know, just put it in the fridge. <laughs> I really suggest you eat it now. I wouldn't say Sheila. You saying she robot. <laughs> I said put it in the refrigerator. Do you know what you're going to look like? Looking at this smart ass <laughs> detailed calculate deactivate. What's those words they try to give you? Shut down right now. <laughs> <laughs> this joint ain't going budge. That joint going doo doo. I really suggest. I really suggest everybody go and watch. White. Let me see. I really suggest everybody go and watch the iRobot <laughs> movie. Like that shit was real on Amazon. The, the iRobot movie is the future of this AI shit. Chat GBT, right? Chat GBT, <laughs> them niggas gonna be beating our ass. And you know what? Just to cap this AI conversation, I'm not trying to scare nobody, but if you have a call center job, if you work at a place where you can order food or even if it's are done in combination, think about it. You can order a double cheeseburger only so many ways. If we take every possible way you can order it, no bun, with cheese, without cheese, cheese this, cheese that, cheese this, tomato this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we can put all that in a computer... And as soon as you walk up to, think about it. I could go on ChatGPT and say, I would like to have this. And it will write it. If you could do that, people that have call center jobs, yeah. people that have jobs where they're taking orders or doing something like that, these companies, if y'all don't think, they already being prepped and walked through some of these factories to see what this technology looks like, to see if they want to make that billion-dollar investment, they will cut y'all ass out and pocket that money. That's why I want to give another shout out to the people in Seattle because when I was there, you just felt like the the people that are cooking want to cook. They're mm -hmm. not going to get hit too hard with technology like that, like we would with these big franchise yeah places. You know what I'm saying? Like that's true. You pull up to the coffee shop. If I pull up to the station, you know what I'm saying, and get a and get a uh, D'Angelo, I have to order that. I can't go to the Starbucks and order that. They're not going to know what the fuck it is. See, look, he mad because it's he don't more, know what a D'Angelo is. It's more, but this you like the nigga that goes yeah, horseback am, riding. Yeah, what? I am. Yep. Mm hmm. Hey, Seattle, two hundred six. Holla at me. This the nigga that holla goes. Holla at me if you've been to the station. He go horseback riding one time. Now he's like, oh uh -huh. yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, one's for that your. One's for the, that one's for. Yep, that's me. Fuck out of here, boy. That's a mayor. That's a mayor. For real, that's you. <laughs> that's you know you. that's not me. Cause I'm trying to basically explain to you that I can't order a D'Angelo. You right. No. Nowhere but the station. You right. You right about that. So like. Only reason why I'm, I'm bringing that up is because, like, that's just never going to really change. I don't think they would ever invest in, like, AI for that. For that. You're Starbucks. Right. Starbucks is a thousand of them. Dunkin' Donuts. They're going to have a robot up there, like. You're right about that. All we getting, they, if you live in PG County, they're putting tropical smoothies, Chipotle's, uh, Jersey Mike's everywhere. Raising canes everywhere. Chicken fucking strips. It's only really? salt. It's, first of all, soggy ass chicken strips. I heard that sauce is good. I haven't had raisin canes. We we just got our first one up here. I can go to Chick Fil A or I can go to Raisin Canes. More chicken, yeah. <laughs> More chicken options. Then y'all got a Korean uh BBQ. We do got a Korean BBQ. Y'all see, I've been switching up my palate. Uh huh. Palate is a tough word to rhyme. Palate, palate, palate. You can rhyme palette with stylus if you if you got it like that. Bitch, I wake up. No stylus. See? Yo, dude, dude. Hold on, wait, dude, dude. Wait. Yo. I got this. <laughs> Yo. 
You're a brother. You're a cool dude. Keep doing your thing. It's just a no, man. <laughs> it's just a no for me, and it's a no for them. <laughs> yeah. They were sick Randy's ass. On, on you can't a, rhyme stylus with palette. You can't rhyme palette and stylus. Do it. You want. Why? Pussy. You can't. I don't, I don't know how to Do it, pussy. A, Do it, pussy. Now he's disrespectful. <laughs> now he's being disrespect. But, uh, but yeah, man, the AI shit is scary. It's something that we got to keep our eye on. Right now, it's manifesting itself through things we love, like music. Mm-hmm. You see the dude that submitted his fucking photograph and won the art show? He won a photography contest and said, I'm not accepting the award because I did it all in AI. And this is exactly what I was trying to tell y'all. You see that, oh, dude? Oh, my goodness, no. He submitted his photo, won the contest. And said, I didn't and said I'm not accepting it because it's AI. And y'all didn't, I've been, apparently the dude has been talking about the fact that AI has been, is becoming a problem in the uh, authentic photography. photography lane. And so he ended up, the only way people, to get people attention, he submitted a photo, one, and he's like, I didn't even take this picture. I made the whole thing. Shit crazy, brody. We'll see. Soon y'all gonna be like, you thought that was a double cheeseburger? It was artificial intelligence. No the bullshit. Nigga just ate a whole data scan. Remember Spy Kids? They put the little yellow and red in there and got a Big Mac meal. This nigga just ate a whole. That used to look so fire. Ate a whole update. Right. We about to be eating like plankton. Wow. Yeah. Remember plankton was eating them? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So Coachella was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And we had. I don't know if y'all noticed, but Terrence has no idea what happened with the whole Frank Ocean situation. And Frank Ocean just dropped out of tomorrow night. And I'm talking to Terrence about it. I'm like, yo, we're going to talk about your boy because this is his guy. Yeah. And he's like. No, you need the money. On some vibe. You should have seen that nigga on the stage. Every day. <laughs> yeah, all right. My night. Let's go. Yeah, that's yeah. He was. I'm gonna play that job tonight. Should, hey, search. Frank, what are you doing, Coachella? Go look at the no, video. Wasn't he, he went off, right? Go look at the video <laughs> of him doing that shit. Standing there looking like a, a regular ass nigga on the stage. What What did your girl look like when she was on stage, nigga? Who? You talking about the stage that is enshrined? Watch your mouth. Hey, look. This is what I'll say. Terrence what has, about this stage? You got her way fucked up. <laughs> she kept going. What did Frank do? <laughs> This nigga didn't even have a mic. <laughs> yeah, Terrence has no oh. idea. I, I, long Halo. story less. Halo. Unprofessional. First of all, <laughs> we've never been through that at the Navy. Sorry. Maybe that's why we have a billy. Terrence, y'all struggle to hit notes without <laughs> stuffing y'all hair. Right, Fuck out of here. Terrence, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, you see? When come they on, go low, on. we go low. <laughs> <laughs> when they go low, we go high. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Michelle. But uh, love Michelle. Long story less long, I'm telling this man about Frank Ocean, and he's like, what are you talking about? What happened? So he doesn't know anything that happened over this past weekend. But what I'll say is this. Your boy Frank Ocean, this is literally me live on air telling Terrence about this. Your boy, uh, your boy Frank Ocean goes out there. And you know what? I'm going to read this testimony that I got from somebody who was literally at the, uh, at the concert. What's bro's name? His name is Khalil. Shout out to Khalil. Shout out to you. Shout out to your girl. Took his girl out there. Listen, this is what he said. Shout out my man, Lil. <laughs> Would that be a nickname? For this is the first message he sent me. He said, Terrell, I was at the Frank Ocean Coachella performance, and it was terrible. As someone who is a huge fan of his music, this was really disappointing. I'm sure y'all are going to talk about it. So if you want, I can give you some perspective from somebody who was there. Let me know. So, of course, I hit him back for the deets. Hit him back for the deets. 
And he was like, look, I'll try to keep. I told him, look, I don't even want you to like write a book. But what happened? Nigga wrote a book. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Like, I'm just going to kind of surmise. Yeah. But he said, I'm, you know, um, me and my girl are grown 27 with jobs and we're parents. Right. We don't have the time to do shit like this often. But my girl asked to do Coachella this year. So I treated her. I'm a big fan of Frank Ocean's music. But my girl is not. I told her that as long as we see him, I'm good for the weekend. So I dragged my girl to the stage two hours before showtime, and we were still pretty far back. He starts an hour late, so my girl has now been waiting three hours for an artist she doesn't give a fuck about, right? Doesn't care about, but she supported, right? She did for my man. Uh, he said the show starts with five minutes of silence, and we can't see him at all. 20 minutes into the show, we still haven't seen him in person, only on the screen. Like he uh, was like in a- and he hasn't acknowledged the crowd at all. That's what they were saying. This man was on a stage, and the way the shit was, he even, even if you were at the front, nobody could see him at all. It was apparently supposed to be an ice rink, and at the last minute, he was like, no more ice rink. So that's why they started hella late, because they had to melt all of the ice. Anyway. What? Listen, this shit just... He says, he finally says something to us, then goes back into hiding. 45 minutes in, he starts a 15-minute DJ set, and people are leaving the crowd in droves. I thought the DJ, he look, I thought the DJ was kind of fly, but my girl is hinting to me that we should leave, and I'm just ignoring it, because that's his man. Yeah. So he says, maybe an hour in, the crowd's realizing now how much limp singing is going on, and that he's mostly performing remixes that are impossible to sing along with. The audience is also getting turned off, and there's a constant flow of people leaving. We are in the diehard fans now. It's just basically saying it's just the diehard fans left. Yeah. Holding out hope, and the show is not getting any better. Uh, it feels disjointed and improvised, and we have only seen this dude a total of three times now. I felt like he was really using the audience as nothing more than a backdrop for his video. When he walked off the stage and said it was curfew, you could feel that everybody's stomach dropped at one time. And he said, um, I just felt like I wasted four and a half hours of my girl's time for nothing, and I haven't stopped hearing about it since. But your man, Frank Ocean, goes to Coachella, bullshitted everybody. Bro, he lived, he, I don't know if he just didn't want to do it or not. My point is this, and I might shake the table. Y'all already know I don't, I'm not a, the biggest Frank Ocean fan. I don't think he should have even done it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. First of all, Maybe it's too much. I know y'all love this man, but to me, I just think he's a little on the over side of the ratedness. You know, some people are under and some people are over. I put him more on the over side, but that's me. If you don't, that's cool. But it really, to me, opens up the conversation of should legacy acts just stay away? Because think about it. Frank is somebody who don't, really come out. You know what I'm saying? You come out and you do this. This more so hurts you than it helps you. And then he says, there, I'm not saying that there isn't an album coming or there might be an album. It's like, all right, Frank, you hey, really just pissed off all your fans and then dipped. His set list is fire. His set list is fire. But a lot of what he did, they said, was remixes that you couldn't even sing along to. This nigga was playing the techno version of shit. Yeah, see... I don't know, man. All I know is you're calling Frank Ocean overrated, and I just personally don't think he's overrated. 
I think that he's a dope artist. I think what people was tripping about ASAP headlining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to me, I, I to me, I don't know. To you, what? No, you're not putting ASAP on the same level as Frank. I'm not. Ocean. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting him on the same level. But I think as a headliner, people would enjoy ASAP more. I'm sorry. Who wants to that hear a nigga is. sing Crack Rock live? Do you want to? <laughs> Can you imagine when he plays Pyramids? He started his set list with Novocaine. I heard he didn't do Novocaine. Are you sure it wasn't like a remix, Terrence? A lot of the shit he was doing was remix. Well, look, if, look read, had, read, the, read the set list. No. I can make a better set list than this, Frank. It wasn't oh, good. Not. You said it was fire. It, does, it is fire if you're a Frank Ocean fan, but you're right. If it's for a Coachella performance, he's got he's got Nike's last. That would have been a good sign-off, but let me see. Where is it? Because to me, that's what I was saying about ASAP. Like, nobody's saying ASAP is a better, better artist. You know what I'm saying? But people might enjoy that. If people was tripping about that set, I'm not a fan of, of Frank, though, like that. So I, I get it. I don't really have a a dog in this fight. I, I just don't think it was dope that he did that. Nah, yeah. I, um, I don't know. And this is what I'll say. I think Legacy acts. If I was a Rihanna or a Cardi B or even like we saw what happened with Kendrick and now yeah. like even look what like with even like a Frank Ocean, somebody who haven't dropped music in a minute, I don't know if I would nowadays. Yeah. We watched Kendrick wait five years to drop his project. That was a great project, won the Grammy. All for people to still to this day say it was one of the worst projects or try to make it seem like the album was bad. Like, you almost have to, when you don't drop for a long time, you almost have to drop something perfect. ASAP Rocky is getting ready to drop an album. It has to be perfect. Does it have to be perfect or does it have to be good? I don't think Future's last album was perfect, but he I guess you couldn't call him a legacy guy. I would, but Future is in that same category with them because he drops every year. He's not taking a five-year hiatus. If he did, you have to live on their last high. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. That's why I th if I'm Cardi B or Rihanna, I'm not putting shit else out. I'm, I'm doing the rest of my shit for the rest of Man, my time. I think Cardi B and I think Rihanna could both put out two dope-ass albums that would be dope and received by all of their fan bases that they have. I just don't think that they want to do it. And I think it might be kind of what you're talking about where they might not see like a game with it. But like... You got a point with the with with the legacy acts maybe needing to stay away, but then again, Frank, t t the just to wrap on your all Frank had to do was go out there and perform his songs, and he would have been good. I don't know what he why he went out there and did some different shit. I don't think Frank would have had a bad Coachella. I think they've been calling for Frank to do this for a minute, and now that he's done it, I don't know what happened or what went wrong. But Frank Ocean he's being a diva like he's always been a diva. He's one of diva ass nigga. He this is what he does, and on top of that, bro. You bail on this. Terrence, he didn't, he quit this last day because he broke his ankle or some shit. For real? That's what he said. Damn. And whether he broke the ankle or not, I mean, we don't know. It's still just like, all right, Frank, you did that last week and now you expect us to what? Believe you really broke your ankle? 
This nigga wasn't even trying. Man, I don't know what Frank Ocean was thinking about switching shit up, but you sh- he should have went out there and killed that. That's a, he's fumbled, he fumbled this bag. He truly. I did. wonder if he's not going to get paid too because he dropped. Oh, I don't know. You know because he because he dropped out. They said they replaced him with Blink One Eighty Two. First of all, I saw a lot of people hating on Blink One Eighty Two, and they might not be received well because all of the fans are people that bought probably Frank Ocean tickets, but they are a legendary group. They're a legendary group. They've been around for a long time. And they were like, this dude was like, they haven't had a great, they haven't had a good hit since the, uh, I think they're just not, uh, 2003. I'm like, okay, when did Blonde came out? How many years ago? Let's not act like we're looking for somebody current. Is he Frank? Are they Frank? No. But I mean, y'all not about to disrespect. Blink-182. That's what we got Travis Barker. What's your biggest green flag in a partner? My biggest green flag in somebody is... um, Damn. I I have my red flag. You go first. I think I I, I I can do two. I think my biggest green flag is somebody who has um, like high family values. Like a like a, a a a dope family or a dope circle, that's a big green flag, fellas. If your girl got a dope ass friend group, like a dope friend group, like they've been locked in for years, like mm-hmm. been through shit, been through ups and downs, had they fallouts, that's r- like real friends. And my girl got real friends, you know. Well, let me ask you this because I've been in this. Go ahead, Terrell. Oh, I, I would just respond to what you said. I would ask you a question. In the middle of me talking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you Go ahead, Terrell. No, because I want you to ask your question. Go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna ask you because I've been in a situation where I've dated somebody who had a friend group for a long time. Yeah. And it was very toxic. And that's why I said fam, it's gotta be like fam, bro. Put it like this. You might have thought it was toxic because they might have been at they they point where they was toxic. Like I'm almost 30 years old, y'all. I'm not messing with women who are like 22 or 21, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, that's true. And it was they a long time probably ago. were toxic as fuck, but I guarantee those women, when they mature and have been through all that shit, and the girl gonna know she was on bullshit, that's when, you're real, that's when the real friendships come. But really, it's not just their friends, y'all. I'm, I'm saying, like, if your girl got a, or your girl or your partner has a real dope inner circle, that you could either be either use as a resource or, be, or even become a part of, to me, that's a green flag. Because when it's just them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then you're just connecting with them. And it's not a bad thing. It's just they have to be all of it, you know? Does yeah. that make sense? Nah, yeah. It, have it, you ever talked to somebody that didn't have a circle for real at all? Yeah. Hundred percent, couple of times. It all depends on, but but they also, but it all depends because I talk to people that have had a bunch of friends. Remember when them girl? Remember when girls was on the TL trying to say that oh you, you guys aren't your your boyfriend isn't the leader of the group or yeah. something? And men came out and said we don't do that shit. That's that bullshit y'all do. We yeah. don't have group leaders. Yeah. Nobody refers to anybody as a leader. I've been in a relationship with the group leader a couple times. And, and every time, it takes away from how much you respect the friends. 
Yeah. But to your point, I used to fuck with Stefani. Yeah. <laughs> to you, to, I knew you wasn't the leader. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't a leader. Oh, that's it. That's another thing. You talk to the girl who's not the leader of the friend group, and you trying to convince her to not take this chick's advice. Yeah. But she won't even listen to you. But like to your point, I was younger, and we were a lot younger, and they may not. That might not be how they look at it now. And like I said, I don't mean to just make it about the their friends more so than just their family. Mm-hmm. You know? I think when you have the people in, in their life that knew them when they was like four and five years old and saw watched them grow up, then people know that know your partner firsthand. No, and those yeah. people are still around, you're gonna need them either now or later. Yeah. That's why I said, okay, this is a green flag because the the skin is all still like the 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 legacy is still intact. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can still reach back or at least look back. And those people normally mix a little bit better. Yeah. They they communicate a little bit better because they got some deep rooted. I'm gonna let you go ahead and give your your green flag. My green flag. Biggest green flag, Terrell. What was your biggest green flag in in my set? What was my sis' biggest green flag? My biggest green flag is also, like, the opposite of my biggest red flag. That's fine. Which is, so, you know, because my biggest red flag is somebody who gives too much about the exterior, you know what I'm saying, and not you. Yeah. If a girl is is too worried about what I have, whether that's what I have on, what I drive, what I can buy. Yeah. That, to me, is the biggest red flag. Best thing about my girl, right, I washed my car. This is back when I had my bands. It was, uh, it was our second date. First date, we met at our favorite spot. Yeah. If y'all watch my vlog, it's Mike's. But um, first vlog, we met there, right? She drove, I drove, because I was coming from work. She had, was coming from work when we met there. But the second time, I picked her up. I washed my car, super, got the joint super clean. And uh, went to her drink, picked her up. And she got in and didn't say shit. Mind you, I had been on a date before her where I picked this girl up and she get in my car. And she's like, ooh, this is nice. This is nice. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know. That's, that, that's, but that, that girl ended up being one of those, yeah. you know? So that was ended up being a red flag. That ended up being a red flag. The, the red flag... Manifest itself in like if you worried about why I don't have one of Mary's, you never wanted a Mary's, you never wanted to. She said that. How much? Nah, I'm well, not her, but like if you think that I should be wearing something or I should, we should have to look a certain way. Yeah. If you worry more about that versus who I am as a person, that's the red flag. The biggest green flag in my girl is she gave a fuck about who I was. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck about what I was. When, I looked like when I outside. So that's the biggest green flag. Somebody really try like, fellas, if somebody really trying to get to know who you are, if they starting to ask you like about the shit you like and then be listening for real, yeah. then when you get your shit off of you, you know how we, we get. You know, sometimes I like to watch this. Sometimes I do this. Yeah, get in your bag. I think another green flag. Nah, we can go to red flag. What's your biggest red flag? The opposite of what you just said? Opposite of what I just said. Biggest, my biggest red flag could be the opposite of what I said too. Low key. Damn, that's crazy, y'all. Who, the people who, are, who might listen to this, when you think about your two, your biggest green flag and your biggest red flag, you might be like, damn, my, like, like how we are, where it's like, 
literally vice versa with, with the shits. Because mm-hmm. for me, I could fuck with somebody that fucked me before what I had. You good. Yeah. Like what you were saying, like a, a girl that get in the car and she wild by the car. But if that's all she give a fuck about. a little bit. But I get you. If it's all she give a fuck about. Your connection to her isn't going to be as deep as you think. Right. As it could be if she was a different way. What's an unreasonable turn off you have? Like if somebody did that, you'll be like, all right. My biggest red flag is, oh, look, let me just say this. Okay. My biggest red flag is, um, damn, and I just had it. What was you just saying, Terrell? What did I just say? You were talking about how they're vice versa. You said your biggest green flag is your biggest red flag, too, or no? It is. The opposite of it. It is. I thought I thought of another one, but I did. What's your biggest, what's your most random... Non-negotiable? Nah. I mean, like, it's the most random, un... What do they call it? Unpopular. Unreasonable. It doesn't really matter at all. Unreasonable That you'll stop talking to somebody. To me, if you smack your food, if you eat wild, like, if you don't eat with your mouth closed, I can't talk to you. That's number one. Mm -hmm. If you always have to have... I talked to this girl that always had to have gum in her mouth. And I'm talking to you, dear gum. Somebody asked I'm me, not talking to you. <laughs> I was asked if I was a if I needed a drink often. You know these niggas, y'all know y'all niggas out there that always need something to drink. Fellas, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Or ladies. What you talking about? There's people out there who always be like, hey yo, bro, hey, you got something to drink? Hey, you got something to drink? That's a red flag. And that yeah. would get you cut off quick when you when you act like that. Nah, yeah. Or like that is that is one hundred percent will be like, fuck. Somebody asked me that and I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck how, how thirsty I am. It. It's going to take, I have to know you real well to be like, I got to be parched yeah. as fuck. Like SpongeBob wants some Sandy. <laughs> Sandy, I ain't got to, I ain't going to make this. No, nah, for real. For I ask. Something I will stop. If you, if you, if you drink alcohol all the time, I would, that would make me stop talking to you. Yeah. Like if, if I know you're always out, that to me is like a, uh, something that I don't fuck with. If you if you a bar if if it's the what is it like the bar girls the bottle girls mm-hmm. I fucked with a bottle girl before but um yeah what you want your girl doing that no fuck out of here <laughs> I'm sorry I just wouldn't talk I I wouldn't you're you know what liter- you're literally like the bottle you're you're literally a piece of fucking nothing sorry I'm not shitting on the bottle Terrence. girls but I mean like when you're standing there holding a bottle you don't have a name you don't have a personality. Nobody gives a fuck who you are. We're just looking at you holding the bottle and you look good. That's the harsh reality. They say bo- sometimes you don't look good. They say bottle girl is a stripper pre-cat. Which I like. This is what I'll say too. If you smoke weed all day, if you somebody that smokes a lot during the day, like all day, weed, I can't talk to you. And I know I you probably can't. I, I know that's real. It's I 420. Can't, I can't do it. We're not letting him spit so like I can't that do it. 420? It's because, and it's not, a, I don't have an issue with it. I just don't do that. You ain't going to get a pass from me spitting that blast for me because I got some shooters that are blast for me. Garbage men. They'll take out the trash for me. Boo. Hey, look. They came to my front door. They ain't even have to ask for me. Boo. Top tier. I'm in a whole different Boo. class. With- if you boo a nigga, they'll stop. <laughs> look. Yo. The fuck is going on? The fuck is going on? All right, look. Uh, the snowfall finale was last night, and 
shit was Angie. <laughs> um, before we get into the finale of the snowfall of of, well, of the show, if you're watching this on the visual podcast, just go ahead and hit the uh, the chapter if you have not watched, because we will be spoiling it. So if you're on season two, uh, season three, or you just haven't watched the finale yet, skip this chapter and go ahead to the next. Um, well, first let's start with flowers. I think. The performances, top tier. Nah, yeah. And um, it was a great six-year run that they had. You know what I'm saying? It was a okay. great... We start with Flowers. It was a great six-year run? It was a great six-year run. The, the only really questionable seasons were four and five. You know what I'm saying? Season one, two, and three were great. Yeah. And then season six was, was actually was right. a pretty good season. Yeah. It only had two seasons that were like, all right. But other than that, it was enjoyable. The same way Power was enjoyable. Think about it. Power ended, Jamie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was enjoyable. It was definitely dope. And it was definitely a show that pushed, you know. Yeah. It, it gave, it was some really good, what I would call, black cinema. Yeah. It was some, it was some good black cinema. It, and in, in some cases, it, I think it could compete on a, uh, on a, you know, one of those big stages, some of the episodes. Yeah. Um. Well, you don't want you don't have any flowers to give. No, nah, I do. I have flowers to give to the to the the cast and the crew that probably worked on this show for the six years. I think this season, story alone, act, the actors killed it, all of them, every one of them, bro. I think yeah. even in this finale, I was like, damn, Leon really is like low key a good ass actor, bro. Like he low key might be able mm-hmm. to lead some shit. Like he he might be able to be a, a, the lead guy for some shit. If put in the right place. Like, this was the first time I saw him outside of... I used to see him and think, okay, this is the guy that plays Leon. But I'm like, you know what? Bro could really elevate to something else. Like, I thought... 100%. Even though I think he's one of the stupidest characters on the show, I just felt like his performance, that actor, killed it. Damson put himself on a different level with this last episode. With that last episode, he smoked it. He put himself on a different level. Like, I'm like, all right, bet. Damson needs to get with the right guy. I don't mean that no British guy that's going to make him do these quirky, weird movies. Damson needs to keep doing what he's doing in our community. As much as I've been outspoken about the British actors coming over here and doing that, for what Damson was able to create with Snowfall, I want to see him more in our community. I want to see Damson be like an older dude still acting in our community. He might lead a film where he's like, uh, like a bachelor, or he'll lead a film where he's like a, you know, yeah. I just hope he still does our community. Nah, yeah. Like I hope I he like graduates to, to, you know, like look at Issa. Like when Issa stopped doing uh, Insecure, I just wanted to see her again. It, I would be smiling ear to ear if HBO was like brand new show called I Think I Missed It. And it's just another show where we just watch Issa. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's just me being selfish with, like, content that I want. Yeah. But I, that's why I'm saying I get selfish with our creators. Because our creators, like, look, he already, they, we already, we act in one show. And then we say, all right, I'm going to be a director. Now I'm going to go and direct my own show. We want to see you in it. Nah, Denzel yeah. Washington was behind the camera. It's like, nigga, come on. <laughs> come around. Get over here. <laughs> Nah, for sure. And then a lot of people are doing that shit early. That's my thing. They're not even trying to lead an actor's career. It's just... But yeah, 
Long, uh, I mean, Joseph did great. Uncle Jerome. Oh, yeah, for sure. He smoked it. A lot of people didn't even know he talked like that. First of all, a lot of us, I've, I've watched uh, I mean, Joseph for years before he was on Snowfall. I knew who he was. Well, you know who he found? He was on Zane's Sex Chronicles. He was with my girl, uh, Constella, or whatever her name was. This he nigga. was a street nigga. He was the nigga that was like, yeah, you know. What was her name? Damn, what was her name? I used to watch Zane's Sex Chronicles. This nigga was I standing did. up till 2 I'm not even going to lie. I was a. I was in high school. I was. No, I was in middle school. Do high I know school. how long Terrell's been doing this? I know who that nigga is. That nigga was in Zane's Sex Chronicles. <laughs> I'm like, how the y'all be surprised? Ain't even knowing everybody's name. That's Brett. That's Everett. He was. Oh no, she she was with. Uh, oh, his name was Saturn. He dated this girl named uh, Patience. And Look Patience how they all was, got freak ass names. Patience was fine. He was a this. freaky ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Patience was fine, but. He did a great job, like in terms of the Uncle Jerome character, like that voice he does and everything. Yeah, is not yeah his he voice. killed it. He smoked it. Um, so far as the finale, yeah, the finale. I mean, I didn't think that there was gonna be anything good to come out of the finale after what they did with the episode before. Like, what the the, the, the decision that they made with with Sissy? I don't see how. Anybody who watches Snowfall can justify that. I just don't see it. It was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen in TV. Literally. What the fuck are we watching? For sure, y'all. And I know y'all think that I'm like, hold on, let's trip him, but for real. It does not, it does not make sense for you to kill Teddy in that moment. It literally makes zero sense. Like, don't do y'all are telling me that she did it to save Franklin. Yeah, she did it to save Franklin because she knew the money was. So she thought that a spiraling Franklin, that no money is going to save him. This is my thing, too. Let me say this. Like, let me say this before you finish. Go ahead. Everybody is a fan of this show. And for once, just take a step out of your fandom and think about how it was written. Because when you say what stuff you're saying, People will literally say, well, the whales. Have you ever seen that, that commercial? Well, well, well. <laughs> well, 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 well. Have you been seeing that? <laughs> That's because. Because when you say shit and they don't have a real answer, they go, well, maybe. But y'all just got to remember that somebody, especially when you have a film degree, you look at shit way different. Somebody wrote it this way. It didn't just happen this way because the episode came on. So that's just something that I'd want to remind people. When Terrence is saying that, remember that somebody wrote this episode this way. Like it didn't have to happen. They did not have to do that. This did not have to play out this way. Right. But that's my only thing. I felt like Sissy killing the, the idea that Franklin would even agree to split the money with Reed was ridiculous. Was ridiculous. This man almost, this man had you hanging from an extension cord. You were in inches of your life. He was going to kill you. There's no way you would agree to give him half. After he tried to say, it's my my empire. What'd he say? I'd have smoked his ass right then. I'd have smoked him. He probably would. I would have got my money. would have got your money. But like, come on. There's no way you're going to side with him. I wouldn't, I don't see, and you know what? This is my thing too. Cause I said, I don't see how Franklin would trust that Reed would really give you your half. Like I was thinking, don't fall for that, Franklin. He ain't really gonna give you half. He's gonna find a way to get away from you 
And then you're either never going to see him again or he's going to try to come back and kill you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, don't fall for that. But then when Frank said, I'm going to let him try to give me the half, I'm thinking Frank going to get that number. When the money is transferred, he's going to smoke Reed right there. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Even if Sissy would have waited. And he said the money's transferred, then she killed him. Cool. She would still go to jail. Franklin would have his money. She could have sacrificed what she thought would come after Franklin and his money if she was going to sacrifice anything to save Franklin. I always say this. When she shot Reed, she shot and took away Franklin's opportunities, but also Veronique and Veronique's grandkids because that left Franklin spiraling. Veronique was lucky enough to take the money and run, but when you think about it, look at the position that she put him in. Fucked up. And this is my thing about Sissy, too, before we move on from her. At the end of the last season, you said, yo, this white man has ruined our family. We need to take him down together because I got somebody from the KGB, and we're going to get Teddy's ass. Remember me and you. Remember that, the uh -huh. way the last season ended? Yep. Then this season come, and now you're telling Franklin, look at this. It made us killers. I guess because Jerome died. You know what I'm saying? It turned us into killers. I don't want to be killers no more. You, we got to stop this. Or when they got this man in the room pouring the grease on him, and Franklin's like, what? Think about it. Franklin was like, yo, basically on some, how y'all going to wait until we get this man tied up to now tell me that y'all don't want to do this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, now y'all don't want to be killers. We already hit. Then he pissed you off about Alton, so now you really are killing. Now you're going to kill him before I get my money. This is where that's not sissies crazy, y'all. That is writing. That is like it doesn't make sense. Why would that happen? That is writing. And we've watched six seasons of a character who has made choices. And just like the AI shit we talked about, mm -hmm. you watch a character and you learn their tendencies. That way when you're watching, you say, I know what he about to do because he ain't going to let that fly. Like remember when, what's his name? It was like, your bitch. You got to let your bitch, watch your bitch mouth. To Louie, I'm like, it ain't no way wrong going to let him say that shit. Let him say it. I'm like, damn, we've been watching for five seasons. But anyway, uh -huh. back yeah. to the finale. Back to the finale. Not to harp on it too much. And that's hard. What did you think about, you know, the ending was sad as fuck. I think we can talk about the finale all you want, but really the highlight is the ending. It was sad as fuck. Whether you agree with the story or not, I felt like there's people who say that it was realistic. There are some endings to some drug kingpin stories that end that way. I'm not super mad at if that is realistic or not. I just don't think that that is what Snowfall was started for. And I don't think that that's how it was initially supposed to end. I think they just did the best that they could with the cards that was dealt. That's my most humble, humble way about to shitting on them way of, of just putting it. I think it was definitely unexpected. They definitely went the unexpected route. There's a bunch of ways that we thought Franklin's story would end. And I truly don't think anybody who haven't seen the show and is watching season one right now will say, at the end of the show, he's going to become an alcoholic on the street, never took a bath hobo type dude. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nobody would predict that because that is unrealistic. It is very unrealistic. This is what I'll say. Show me the drug kingpins that used to run a drug empire during the Reagan era that became crackheads or alcoholics that just walked the street. Right. This man, I don't know if y'all forget that this man knows how to fly a plane I'm now. about to say, he's a king. 
for real. This man, he's not just the nigga that made a million dollars just selling drugs from the trap house. Right. This nigga has staking companies. He's got an office, two apartments, condos. Motherfuckers got houses everywhere. This nigga has a jet. What he happened? Has a jet. That's what I'm saying. This man got to the point where he was $70 million up in the 70s, 80s. So he was Do y'all know how much $70 million is now? Uh, $70 million from the 70s translate to now? Like, that's some real money back then. Like, r- the realest you could get. And so to me, it was unrealistic because, and this is what I, this is the reason why I said it was unrealistic. Because when I said that, people were like, what did you want this and that to happen? Stories like Franklin's in two ways. You either, you know saying? You either die or you go to jail. jail. Or you the snitch. thing about the, the thing about the fact that everybody wants to do a dope dealer movie or a movie about a drug boss or somebody or people selling drugs, these stories in two ways. Look at all the other shows we watch, whether fiction or based on truth, right? Jamie St. Patrick ended up dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Marlo Stanfield ended up in jail. Avon Barksdale went to jail. Stringer died. Prop Joe, dead. Omar, dead. Look at all the Tony Soprano. We don't even know if he got shot at the end of the. We don't know if he survived the end of the show. We just know when that door opened, they was either there to kill him or he survived. We do not know. That is a crazy end. That was an end. That one a very controversial ending too. A lot of people hated that. We wanted to know no. if that happened. But to me, the writers were too pussy to either kill Frank or land Frank in jail. So they make him an alcoholic on the street. They have been afraid to kill Franklin the entire show. The did entire you, show. Did you see where he went to see uh, Peaches? I thought Peaches got his ass in the Peaches stomach. Peaches is the one who will shoot him. Did you see the Breaking Bad uh, crawl space? Yes. Uh, pool? I, I hated it. I hated it too. I hated it. I hated it. I, hated I didn't it. like seeing Emilio yeah. <laughs> begging for his life again. Yeah, I didn't like to see it either. I didn't Crazy like, eight. But it was fine. I'm yeah. not mad at it. He actually did his thing. But it was like, damn. I see what they did with that. Somebody said, oh, they were paying homage. What in what in world what do, way? In what world do they have to in why would they pay homage to that show? Why? Nah, y'all were inspired by those writers. And this is the thing. That's it. That's it. Y'all were inspired by those you writers. You just you were inspired by what they did. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Come on, bro. We're we not writers. just niggas that watch it's not TV. Omar. Cause uh, homage. Because why would Snowfall pay homage to Breaking Bad? Homage to Breaking Bad. Because it's not even like Walt and what's the name? Stories are the same. They They're not the same drug. at all. They, they, they just sell both the same happen drug. to sell. Exactly. You get the nigga Crazy 8, and then all of a sudden, look. When he opened the safe, and there was money in there, and it was like 12000 and he laughed. I said, crossface. He even did the scream. Ah, bitches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not Walt. Come on, bro. This is what my favorite show of all time. So real, all right, all right. So now that's a little. Okay. That's a little. That could be nitpicky. That's I'll give it nitpicky. To you. you trying to say that. I feel what you're saying. Come on, he's bro. Nit, he's nitpicking. And it's, it's okay. some of these motherfuckers love Snowfall, so you better piss niggas off. I'm just letting you know that that was inspired by something else. But this is what I'll say too, T, about the uh, Franklin on the street thing. The uh, the inconsistency in this the DEA. Y'all know I have said for months that Snowfall has no cops in the Reagan era when niggas was getting locked up at the highest rate they ever got locked up for crack. And there's not even a like a task force out there that's like, 
you know how shows do. They put the picture up there. They take well, the Well, they pen. do, but it's just not prominent because they looking for Louie. But that's my issue. Yeah. The one DEA dude and the chick, we see them in three episodes. And that's it. And then they're looking for Louie, but they're not looking for Frank. He's just on the same street. He was selling the crack. He's just walking around with Leon. But Louie's got to skip town. But she was with you. Let's have a more serious convo. Okay. I don't like the way the show ended, period. In terms of what? Him just walking away? I don't like y'all making Franklin a crackhead. I'm just thinking about if I had a... He was an alcoholic. He wasn't a crackhead. He wasn't a crackhead, but you know what I mean, like... Mm-hmm. Basically. A hobo. If... I would have enjoyed it if the show kind of did a much better job at foreshadowing an end like that. You can say that they didn't have to. Sure, they didn't. But if you want to have a good show that's respected, the recipe is there. I'm not just saying this shit. I'm not just saying what I would want. Can you imagine... If Franklin, if there was a hobo that was always like, yo, Frank, man, yo, Frank, yo, hook me up. And Frank's like, yo, get the fuck off of me. Like, get the fuck away from me. And then Franklin eventually becomes that. That's how you foreshadow an ending like that. Because that's the full circle that y'all trying to paint. People are trying to see, people are trying to say, this is a full circle. Franklin becoming a hobo, what fucking full circle moment is that? Franklin was so smart that he would not make fuckboy mistakes to become a hobo. That's what made him the king. Right. To, like, this is my thing. We watched Franklin become the king, and then in seasons three through the rest, he just completely forgot everything. Everybody just does everything for him. They even brought in a woman in his life to make choices for him. Instead of making him smarter, they brought in Veronique out of nowhere. I'm in love. When did they even fucking meet? Yeah. <laughs> when did they meet? They, were, they don't want Franklin to make any choices for himself. This whole show, that's been my whole issue. Franklin does not survive shit himself. He gets saved by shit. The whole show, even this last episode in the finale, Peaches just misses him. But, oh, but Franklin got him twice. Franklin don't even get nipped. Franklin don't even ever got to deal with just a, a, ah, I need, you know? Franklin don't deal with shit. And I started realizing, instead of me taking my heat out on Franklin, I'm thinking about what picture are y'all trying to portray? Because this brother really don't have no type of power at all. And his whole camp completely flips on him. And I was telling Terrell, the camp flips on Frank for shit that Frank really don't even really have control of. This whole Reed situation fucked everything. Yep. But Frank is the, the connect supplier. You know what I'm saying? Like, Frank is the, is the guy with the relationship. Feel me? Even though he loses his money and, and all of that, y'all got to look back. Frank really didn't, well, he did towards what? the end. Like, the situation with Alton, right, mm. and Sissy. Like, what was Frank supposed to do with this ratting-ass nigga that was getting ready to tell on us? He's on the radio. He's on the radio. What the fuck am I supposed to do for real? Like, this is my family fucking this up. And then my mom is on, is on this nigga's dick for years. So you about to go out to Africa with him, you know? And look, when you went to Africa, ma, I was good. Then you came back to me. You came back to me with an agent. 
trying to help me. And now you worried again when you could have stayed your ass out in fucking Africa. Mm -hmm. But you were worrying where Alton was. We, I told you I didn't give a fuck about him. So my thing is like, look, I look at the end, bro. And I'm like, damn, we watched Franklin go from being a fucking bright ass dude mm -hmm. with a master plan. And he was literally picked apart, not by his own mistakes. We got to watch Walter White die by his own choices led you to that mm -hmm. laying on that pavement in, in that lab, fucking yep. lab. Your choices. Even in the end, he's like, I want this. That's the, that's the, real, that's the real crash out full that y'all talking about. Mm -hmm. That's the full circle. All my choices left me here. And y'all not going to sit there and act like we don't have drug show after drug movie as, as, the, as the recipe. The, the ending can be different. All I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to wrap up. You good. All I'm going to say is seeing them make Franklin this hobo just kind of felt a little personal to me. Like, why that story? For people who are saying, nah, that's realistic. Nah, that's realistic because it's some drug kingpins. Okay, why the fuck does this story have to end that way? Why did we have to watch for six years our main character turn into an enemy with the worst I, don't, I can't remember a show that ended this way. Walt died, but we got to see him show respect and take care of his family uh -huh. and leave he a foundation. He tied certain shit up. Do you think if John Singleton were here today, he would be cool with an ending like this? Because what does this ending tell black people? What did it tell you as a black man? For real. This is how y'all shit goes. And there's no lesson. Who do we learn from? Leon? Who came back to the hood to sell drugs? He's an idiot. And oh, running after his wife? No, Because let me tell you this. Let me say this tell again. Tell you, Leon, you never said why you thought Leon was stupid. Leon's a fucking idiot. Nigga, you went all the way out Africa because you wanted to, nigga. You didn't get no fucking free vacation to Africa and then got awakened. You was in the hood. You said, this shit is bullshit. I'm about to go to Africa. You did that shit. You really went out there and changed your life. You came back on some curious shit, seeing that shit was still fucked up. For some reason, you thought shit would be different or you thought you could just change shit when you knew you couldn't when you were there, but you go back. And do you go back on your self-righteous shit, get the people right? You tried, but when that didn't work, you're back as the nigga, self, as the big diva of the hood. You beat his ass, he beat his ass, and you don't shoot out the, the, the streetlights. Nah, yeah, we did think at one point he was going to change shit because he didn't like, like what was okay, happening. Okay, you're still here, but look. Wanda is the only one with smarts, I guess. Wanda wants to go back. This is bullshit. Wanda's seeing it. Sissy's like, oh, you're so bright. Oh, you're so bright, Wanda. I don't know what power writers, I don't know, I'm sorry, not power writers. I don't know what made them want to go with Wanda being smart. My thing is, why could Leon not keep his strength? To start the season, Leon was the leader. Did you see that? Yo, mm -hmm. we out here. We doing this. We, we got money out here. This is a good place. All of a sudden, he just turns into an idiot and wants to go back to the streets? He was hurt by what happened to, uh, what happened? Somebody died. I don't know if it was a kid or something that changed Leon. They could have went a different way with Leon, too. My only thing is this. In the end, Leon goes back to Africa, follows his wife. I'm like, damn, low key. As a, as a black dude looking at the show, I didn't like it. 
I wanted to see Frank. I'd rather see Franklin die, but he managed to get some money to Veronique and his fucking son. I don't like to see the system continued ending with this show because is it a representation of what really happens? Yeah. However, with a show like this, you have opportunity to show like a, like a, a reason for why we were putting ourselves in such shitty positions, ruining people's lives. Because Franklin Loki ruined niggas' lives. Mm-hmm. John Singleton had a way of telling our stories, but showing why we make the sacrifices and, and why we make fucked up choices. But we still human at, at heart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't to just shit on, on, on us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Boys in the Hood wasn't just... Like having the Furious Styles element of Boys in the Hood, and you don't realize how many scenes he has with Trey. Where the dude came to their house and he almost shot him. Yeah. It was certain shit that young Trey was getting hype about and he would be like, yo, we not glorifying that shit. All the way to the point where Trey makes the decision to get out of that car. You know what I'm saying? Because I listened to my dad on the block talking. I had to, I'm the only one with a father figure and I'm the only one that made the conscious choice that you know what, I need to get out. And when y'all retract y'all memory. That's John. That's John. When you retract your memory, think about what John was on, bro. Community. It was not about these main characters. When you think about it, remember when Frank first started pushing The Rock? Remember Snowfall? Y'all remember watching season two? The Rock was moving. It got male. He started realizing the things. He started realizing what he was doing to his community through what he was doing. Mm -hmm. You know? And his battle was an internal one, but we were understanding that, okay, he's trying to survive, but it's ruining his community. We understand what's going on. I think we got completely away from that. No, nah, we did. Remember when he bought all the kids ice cream and he was like, yo, if you ever out here, you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah. It was like, I'm not, this is it. Yeah, it just kind of turned into like Jason Bourne or some shit. You know, like, I don't think that he should have been a, uh, a hobo at the end. I think, like you said, I don't think, first of all, I don't think it's realistic for a kingpin to become a hobo. I want all of these stories where the person that made $70 million or $50 million is now just on that same street. On the same as a house? as an alcoholic, show me that realisticness because realistically, the kingpin is either in jail or dead. That's a fact. That's what the writers was too pussy to do. That's number one. Number two, I don't, I didn't like that because, like you said, I, if they, I would have been okay with him going this route yeah. had they sold it, or you know what I'm saying, you, unless they would have rolled it out. They washed the chicken and put it in grease. It wasn't even like a process of like, hold on, wait, and now we wonder what, what's missing. Yeah. You didn't put shit on it. Yeah. Like, so now we just have to live with this. And that's a tough thing. we can fill in the gaps. Or we have our own imagination. Exactly. Yeah. And and when you have an audience, the last thing you want them to do is make excuses for what you did not write. That's all. So, what I don't know how y'all felt about Snowfall. I mean, it's still one of our, a show that we, what would you say? I respect it for sure. It's still a show that we respect. Y'all was putting it up there with some shows that they shouldn't have been up there with. That's all I'm going to say. And we knew for a long time. First two seasons, Power was like, yo, the wire or Power? Then we got to see <laughs> season Power three. Power was up there. Power was up there season one and two. I'll tell you what. Power was up there. I don't know, y'all. I, 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 I still do. got Snowfall over Power, though. Power was up there. I don't like the way they did. I don't like the way they did Franklin and the, and the way that they made, I don't like the way they made him go out. Making him go out like that, 
just felt like they just, it just felt like spitting in our face. It felt like they ruined the show. It felt like they spat in our face. That's like if y'all watch fucking Game of Thrones and Daenerys and the end, it's just this whack job, like just an idiot just goes, the first lady that goes to the castle black. <laughs> it's like we watched this whole fucking thing for her to crash out like this? Nah, yeah. I would have liked to see. Like Franklin ain't even go out tough. How would you have liked it to end? Like, for me, I would have liked to see Franklin in a crazy run for his life type shit. Like, I would have liked to see them in this season really put the DEA on him. Because you see they had the black dude press him outside. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's the only nigga in the world that knows about Franklin, which is ridiculous to me because they got all this shit on Louie. But I would have liked to see Franklin get in that mad dash. Like, I need my money, but I got the cops on me. And then he finds a way to get his money, and he finds a way to get away. Because Teddy's not CIA no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you still got to worry about the, D- the drug enforcement agency. I would like to find him. He get away. He goes to fucking Morocco or some shit, and he got on a, he's on a beach with a coconut. And it's like, damn, this motherfucker made it out. I would have liked to see that. I would have liked to or see that. Or he die. Yeah. I think we watched Franklin escape death so much that he deserved, he deserved to die in the last episode. He escaped too many bullets. Mm-hmm. And that's not, ain't no happy ending for a thug. You know? Yeah. There's yep. no happy ending. So his, ep- he has, his ending was not happy. His ending is actually horrible. Mm-hmm. However, if I would have ended, I wouldn't end it that way. Because that, that, that way to me is almost like degrading. I don't know why, y'all. That's just how I see it. I almost don't even want to watch Frank like that. Yeah, it was tough to watch. It was tough to watch. And I felt like slighted by the... The, the ones who made it. I don't even feel slighted like, damn, my man Frank. I feel like, how could y'all do that to Franklin? Mm-hmm. Everybody else around him made it out. Oso made it to fucking... I hated that Oso What's gets this happy in there like, oh, you, if you come Oso, we want to see you. Fuck out of here. Wasn't he I fucking off a Spanish joint with the brother in the beginning of the show? What happened to Parents, her? Hold on, wait. Oso what? is a real one. I don't Oso like that. He saved Frank's life. joint. Fuck out of here. Wife Oso is, should his be wife is, fucked up too. Why does Oso... Why does Oso get the, the send off? He made it out. I guess because he did a real nigga thing. He was real. He, yeah. he was, come on, bro. He's like the fucking, he's the. I'm just like, all right, bro, man, fuck that. We don't give you. But that does take away from the realism. We needed, we needed more blood. How about if it would have ended with an Oso Franklin type of thing where Oso picks Franklin up somewhere? You know? That would have been dope. That Oso been got dope. out. Franklin needs an out. He goes to Mexico. And who's waiting for him at the hangar? Oso. Would have been dope. And guess what? Oso was the first person that kind of helped Franklin out when he was in trouble in the hood. In the hood, yeah. So him and Oso have that, that tie. That's you know? a full circle moment. That's a full circle moment. Because it's like, you know what? I started with nothing and was saved by Oso. I mean, it's all you had left. Y'all could have had Sissy hold her, ball, hold her fucking... Cajonas and not shoot Teddy, and we could have worked with a bunch of different outcomes. If Snowfall went my way, I would have had Scully had already killed Louie. Jerome was that. Look, I'm going way back. Because when he went to the hospital and he put that gun on Louie. We're going all the way back to real. No, I'm not going to stay there. Jerome would still be here. I would have had Leon gone, and I would have had Veronique gone and Sissy gone. It would be Frank alone. Because that's what happens for real. Motherfuckers come out. You, You fucking with the KGB and the CIA? Somebody would have got they toenails. He put cut her off. hands around very neat neck, and her baby bump went. Yum. <laughs> uh, 
I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> she is pregnant. But I'm not really mad at the I'm not really mad at the the finale like that, y'all. It is what it is. I just kind of felt like, wow, I really hate what they did with Franklin. Damn, that really, for some reasons, hit me in a different way. But I mean, shout out to the shout out to the uh, the cast because at the end of the day, they're the ones that really smoked it. Even the guy that plays Reed smoked it. Did a good job yeah, playing that role for sure. Shout out to them and shout out to everybody that watched. Damn, we definitely harped. We 100% hard, but we needed to. We needed to. Yeah. Only way to send this drain off. There, I was, I was at the, uh, I'm at the, I was at the gym, right? There's yeah. this dude sitting on the steps. He's sitting there, and this girl's coming straight towards him, right? Yeah. Not even gonna lie, she's somebody that does her squats, does you can her see hip the ass from the front. Yeah. Okay. I knew he was gonna look. I already seen. So now you I'm already like, saw the ass. I already saw that. You already looked at the ass. Already saw it, yeah. Like, the ass came in and you said, me, Terrell, I'm taking my eyes. I'm in my truck. Okay, so you was in your truck. I'm in my truck in the parking lot right here. Yeah. He's on the steps. I see her come this way. Yeah. And go up the steps. Oh, so since she went past your truck, <laughs> you went like this. I saw what she was working with, yeah. So you, she walked past your truck and you took both eyes and Terrence, looked at the Terrence, what the ass. fuck? What is this? Did you do that? I saw her. And I knew she had ass. And I... <laughs> Hey, sis, what you doing? <laughs> I saw her, knew she had ass. I saw that. But look, I'm watching my guy because, fellas, we all know when you see an ass, you know somebody else saw it. may see the same ass you saw. I ain't going to lie. I'm that guy in the gym. Look, John walked past. I don't Wait, whatever. Terrence, just uh, shut the fuck up and let me get my shit off. Look, You're ruining my shit. The dude walked past. All right, so, all right, I'm gonna let you get off. My bad. I'm just trying you to wanna, trying to piggyback you on you. Put a, I was trying to piggyback on you. Go ahead. You saying Pause. something that you can't play. You mean you can't say? You can really say something you can't say. No, I can't. I can't say it. Whatever. Do you want me to put a? Oh no, no, no. no. All right, bet. No. Uh. Anyway, bruh is sitting on the steps. Yeah. Right. He's sitting there just with his hands, with his elbows, on his uh legs like this. And so, the process. Of the old, she comes up the steps, right, past this nigga. I'm wondering how he's going to look at the ass, right? Yeah. Because it's a process. When I tell you this nigga did the smoothest, funniest shit ever. Because, look, you could very easily just look back and see the ass and turn back around. Or you could do a little, I don't know, <laughs> to see. This is what he did. This month, <laughs> this motherfucker, you can scratch your head on this side with this hand. Look, you see how I'm doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to say. You get a scratch. If you get a scratch, right? If you get an intro, <laughs> like that. If you get an intro right here, Terrence, you're right. You can do this. I don't have to turn around to scratch right here. But what does he do? He takes this hand and goes like this. Look, you see how my head automatically yeah. has to turn? So he did this, look back, look. Oh, yeah, that's, that's smooth as shit. He scratched and then he looked back. That's smooth because whoever right here don't even see. You exactly. If somebody from my side, they just think I scratched my head, they don't know how to look at that. I Charlie said, this man is married and has done this before. Mm-hmm. Getting his look. That process is just funny as shit. Some people are just don't give a fuck. Sometimes you got to look. Sometimes you got to throw something over there and then just go pick it up. Or somebody just got to do the Bill Cosby joint. <laughs> what 
fuck was wrong with him? Nah, what the fuck was wrong with him? All right. People would laugh at that, but what if he was having like a Ted, health issue? Don't expound. What if he was having a health issue? There is specific ways that you have to look at ass, fellas. I'm going to keep it a hundo. Whatever. I'll say I have had my fair share of being caught. Really? Yes. And that's why I feel like I'm feel I feel like if I were to rate my my skills, I'm I'm up there. I could I could I could check somebody out and then they don't they don't know. See who you supposed to be, you know. What? When you in love like you. You nah, ain't I'm supposed not, to even see nobody nah, I'm else. Talking about my, I'm talking about my history. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about history. I don't, I don't lose my abilities just because I, you know, put the jersey up there. I can still come down here and give y'all 30. Remember when Melo came out on Alley Hughes getting ready to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Pass it back to me. <laughs> Who's the nigga in the street clothes? <laughs> but uh, nah, like low key. Yeah. It's, it's, a, little, it's a little sick ways. Mm-hmm. I've done. Uh, nah, I ain't got Look at him. Get ready, off my get, you get ready to hem yourself up. You like a. Uh, I could never get hemmed up. That's what niggas say right before they get hemmed up. That's what niggas say and they go home and get hemmed up. What happened? You really about to make a big fucking deal about this shit. And you won't get hemmed up until Friday or Saturday after the pod come out? <laughs> what are you talking about? Look, what I don't even remember. What are you talking about? You shaking going through your timeline trying to find the part? She sent you the exact <laughs> timestamp. You listening to the same part over and over again? <laughs> I'm not finding where I said anything. I'm listening. Look, you already know what you said at this uh-huh. point. Let me listen again. <laughs> I really don't know what I said. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, worked out at the... Uh, shout out to everybody the One Life in Gaithersburg. Mm-hmm. Fucking nice gym. And you just realized, damn, there's some nice-ass fucking gyms out here. Um, but you got course of action? Uh one. I have a course of action for the one for my boy Bright from last week. I wanted to ask you this one. This is a good one. Um, fuck is it? If I can fucking find out, there it is. You raised a child for three years and the hospital calls and says that there was a mix-up. You know? Mm-hmm. And that baby that you raised for three years is not biologically yours. They give you the option to either keep the kid that you've been raising for three years or you can have your actual blood child. Do the other parents want their kid too? Like, who has my child? Because if there's a mix-up, somebody has my kid and I have their kid. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay, we'll say that. So if both of our parents, if, if, I mean, the right thing to do would be to give the kid back to their parents and me get my kid. But I would forever have a relationship with that child. Yeah. Three years means that child, I'm, I'm that child's go-to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Three years. That means, that, that's tough, bro. I think I would definitely go for my actual kid. I would probably do that. I would stay in the other kid's life, though. Too. I would stay in that kid's life. That was a life. dope answer from you. Yeah. Because you're going to be attached to that child, no matter what. Some people might say, fuck, that, fuck the kid that's mine. I want this kid. But it's because they love this kid now so much. You don't fucking raise this child. You thought it was yours. I want my blood. I'm like, I'm like House of Dragon. He's what? Nah, you're Get not him a, out of here. You're not people though. You really are dragon, boy. You look like your name is uh, what is his name? <laughs> Draxies or whatever the fucking dragon. You look like a dragon. You look Draxies. like you, mm-hmm. and you look like you breathe fire. You look like you breathe fire, boy. You can heat up this whole room, boy, just from standing there. You got a humidifier mouth. When fans say Dracaris, you you perk up. 
<laughs> Perk up is crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a course of action. You did have a course of action on it. It was stupid. It was like, look, if you, you order $47 worth of food and your three friends, you went, you out with your three friends, you order $47 worth of food, and the bill comes $400. And the way Oh, that's, that's where the girl was like, shouldn't everybody pay 100 Yeah. Like, but if it's, like, four, well, it's four of us, but I only paid $47, but the bill is 400 Nah, fuck that. I'm paying for what I bought. Unless I'm locked in with my friends. It depends on who my friends are. Uh-huh. But let's say it's a lunch thing or whatever. I'm not about to eat split this evening. If I didn't eat, eat That's it. where you get that bill and you're starting to look at it. What if they charge gratuity? You got to right. pay your portion of the gratuity. That shit never adds up. If no, anybody has ever done a birthday dinner or a separate check situation, sheesh. It don't matter how many people say, I'm putting up for me. We got the lemonade. We got the, what did we get? We got this. I'm going to give you that. I'm never going to be that person. That's why you got to be on your, your, if it's, if it's, if we had a, this is how me and Terrell move. If it's, if it's like a party, or at least how my family will move, if it's a party, we'll just take care of a group. We go, This group is good, and then you got that group. Yeah. Back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not me and Terrell, but like my whole family will do that. Yeah. Like, we'll do that. We'll pick in. But we'll, that's because At brunch family. or... Yeah. We good. Me and Terrence have a look where we know we'll take care of this whole thing. No, we don't, Terrell. Shut yes, the we fuck do. up. No, we don't. Terrence, we're not yes, we putting do. that out there. No, we don't. I don't want to be known as that. And we've done that, but we're not known as that. I'm not saying that we're known we as that. We have a look we do where we say we're paying for this. I'm not saying uh, that, Terrell. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I can look at his ass You look like you work at Hex like shit, boy. The old JC Penny. Terrence, what do you look like you work at? You look like you work at. You look like you do lumber, boy. You look like you work at. Look at a weird ass nigga. You look like you work at what's the joint where they sell the couches, the big ass beanbag chairs. You look like you work there, boy. You, you look, got a shirt version. You look like a nigga on this every is our latest model. You look like tea. a nigga. You look like you know where you look like you work nowhere because you look like a thief because you got on a fucking bubble coat and it's eighty degrees outside. You oh. the nigga that come in that we put cameras on immediately. Hey, watch this nigga over here in the bubble coat. What type of design is this? This nigga got on a turtleneck T-shirt. I've never seen this before. This is not a minus a turtleneck. How you order a turtleneck? I got it from Zara two years ago. Couldn't fit it at first. He tried to put the two Real years one. on it because he know he got that joint recent. What you got on, boy? You got on the uh Braun rookie season. I thought it was a Roy Jones shirt. This nigga got this from the flea Braun. market. 23. That's actually a nice ass shirt. I love this shirt, though. I'm gonna end up cutting and make it to a string and be in the gym with it. Cause this joint is a little tight. Oh, God. It's a little tight on your boy. Hey, I was flying. When you go out of town, my hair look ridiculous, bro. You, you know gotta, in Seattle they don't think about uh they don't uh. <laughs> Think about umbrellas. I just learned that. That if you have, if you have an umbrella in Seattle, then they're going to say you're not from out there. Because apparently if you have an umbrella. For real, what they do, what they, what they do like rain jackets and ponchos? Just be walking around in the rain. Fuck wrong with y'all. They jacket wears, though. They yeah, so y'all, I was going to say rain jacket, poncho type. Yeah. I'm out that joint like a, I'm out that joint like a PG nigga. You know what I'm saying? Feel yeah. me? I'm looking around, though. Look, everybody's got the Columbia's on, the jackets. I said, damn, I'm actually... Underdressed. This joint is a tra- this is a trash ass jacket. This North Face, it's not hot at all. It's just yeah. It literally is just a, a piece of nothing that goes on you. This is this is nothing, y'all. Y'all see this? For those who are listening, he's shuffling a sleeve. This nigga Terrell's the most annoying na- librarian looking nigga ever. <laughs> What's next? Hey, um, I did have some movie news. I don't know some some old shit, but you know HBO Max and Discovery are combining, and it's just going to be called Max. 
and they're changing the color from purple to blue, which people hated. And they're like, what the fuck is the thing with blue? Paramount Plus, blue. Amazon, blue. Um, Prime. Disney, uh, Disney Plus is blue. Disney Plus is blue. It's like, what the fuck is up with the blue? The best thing about the HBO Max joint was that purple, man. Click that motherfucking purple. And I love the fact that HBO was on its own. But uh, they're combining. And so Discovery is going to bring a lot of their shit over. HBO, of course, is going to pick up some titles. Whatever. Um, There's a new Game of Thrones prequel that they just approved. So there's going to be another show. They just approved that uh, Harry Potter adaption that's going to HBO Max. Are you happy about that? 100%. I trust HBO. Man, Look at what they just did with The Last of Us. I just didn't like the fact that y'all are doing, they're like, oh, this is going to be a deep dive into the books. The movies weren't a deep dive into the books? No. All right. <laughs> so we have to get Harry Potter again. Terrence, if you don't want it, you don't have to watch just like you didn't have to watch any of the other shows that came out. Yeah, Fuck out of here. Right. We want it. Nostalgia wins. I bet you want that Little Mermaid too, huh? Terrence, please. I heard that Harry Potter game was dope too. They said it's like GTA, but Harry Potter. Gabe, yeah. But are we off to movie suggestions of the week? Off to movie suggestions of the week. What you got? My movie suggestions of the week, y'all, are going to be two movies that are actually for children, for kids. That I happen to come across, both on Netflix. This first one, I was just talking about this movie, my girl. One of the most euphoric feelings that I've ever remembered when I was young was watching The Land Before Time when they finally make it to the Great Valley. Yes. All that green. That was one of the most euphoric feelings of my life. I can remember that. I, li- like, mm-hmm. I, I vividly remember being sad as fuck in the beginning of that joint with his granny. Yeah. And following Man. them, they was running from Sharp Tooth. It is a cult classic, and that bad boy is back on Netflix. What? Yes. Land before time. I'm definitely tuning in. Make sure, hey, look, if it's 420, take the trip, bro. Take that trip down memory lane. I remember Petrie. I remember Petrie. Oh, look at Spike. You look like him, boy. You, you built like Petrie. And you're built like Sharp tooth like shit, boy. Brolic, small arm, can barely move like shit, boy. Sleepy ass. Anyway, my second movie suggestion of the week is a, a movie that we watched unintentionally. I don't even know why the fuck we watched this, but Shark Tale, bro. When's the last time you watched Shark, Shark Tale? Shark is hilarious. It's hilarious. It I watched it recently. I watched it not too long ago. Shit. Shark Tale is hilarious. <laughs> Robert De Niro, Will Smith. Uh-huh. Well, of course, Will Smith is the main guy, but Robert DeMiro, Will Smith, Mark Scorsese, there's Jack Black, and Jack Black, uh, Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. Renee that- Zellweger. Bro, that movie is hilarious. Will Smith has waves. The fish has waves. <laughs> Bro, and if you go back, Will Smith really did his thing on the animated acting side of that. I was dead ass laughing like <laughs> shit on a low at this fish. I'm like, y'all forgot how funny he was. Like, he was funny as shit. But, uh, yeah, Shark Tale. And, and, and I, don't, I don't know why we watched it. It's on Netflix, That's too. Right. That is also on Netflix. My two movie suggestions of the week. He did have a taper. That's crazy. He had a, he had a taper, bro. When he turned up to the taper. side, he has waves, bro. This man has a season. That's crazy. All right, bet. My movie suggestion of the week is No Country for Old Men, which is oh. on now on HBO Max. Um... This is a movie that in 2007 won Best Picture. It won uh, Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Javier Bardem. Um, Tommy Lee Jones kills it. It is a great movie. When you talk about a movie that 
it's not the fastest paced movie, but it's not slow. But Javier Bardem, there's you know how you like somebody get caught by like a killer and you think they ain't gonna kill him. This man Javier Bardem, ha, I don't even I don't know why I'm struggling to say this man's name, but he will just murk you with that fucking silent shotgun, and that shit was insane. Roger Deakins masterclass. This is the year right for all of my cinematography nerds out there. This is the year that Roger Deakins was nominated for both this for an Oscar. And he was nominated for uh, the assassination of Jesse James, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two Oscar nominations, the same year for cinematography, and lost both of them. Two, There Will Be Blood by, um, I forget the dude's name who did it, but it was like, damn, Roger. I know you got two nominations, but they actually killed it. They actually killed it, yeah. But uh, it's back on HBO Max. Do yourself a favor if you haven't seen it. Let's get it, Shorty. It's a parade inside my city, yeah. <laughs> hey, Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, I hey look, they play tonight. Who play? What's today? Tonight we got... Nah, tonight. It's Thursday night on this side. We got Philly and Brooklyn and Sacramento and Golden State. And, oh, they were talking about how Phoenix and LA. How they playing at the same time. And it's like, Fucking, damn. that's insane whoever made the schedule. Y'all could have put Philly and Brooklyn on 1030 because we wasn't going to watch it. We, if it was between us, we wouldn't watch because we know Philly going to win. Anyway. Oh, um, Ron them play again Saturday. And, hey, look, let's start with this. Um... On the heels of the last Sacramento Kings-Golden State Warriors game, which I said the Kings was going to win, and niggas said I was crazy and you don't know ball and these are terrible takes. But guess what? I was right. Like I said I was going to be. Anyway, Draymond Green has been suspended for game three because of what happened with him as a bonus. And I wanted to know if what you thought about that. We never talked about if did. you thought Draymond should be suspended. Did you think? He grabbed his ankle, and that's the only reason why he couldn't put his foot down. There was a bunch of explanations out there. What did you think about that? <laughs> as much as I felt like I understood the people who were, like, defending Draymond, I get what they were saying. and saying, Draymond, I mean, what was he supposed to do? Like, what were you supposed to do? I get that. However, I do understand the suspension, the suspension considering Draymond's past, bro. You never know. Every time. It's always something like this with you where it look like, hold up. He's low-key like the Indomitian Sue of the NBA. That's what I was saying. Like, you have a track record where we don't know. So, I do think Sabonis isn't completely innocent. innocent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Sabonis, they have uncovered that he had definitely had some plays where he's pushed the limits on, you know. I tell you what, I like the energy it brings to the game. I like the fact that that they got into a scuffle, he got suspended. Because, look, now I'm looking forward to this game. But this is my thing. I think it's super irresponsible of Draymond, right? Everybody talks about how since Draymond doesn't really do shit for, on offense, he's a great defender, and he's got this great leadership, right? But my challenge to those people, right, and y'all know I just started really getting into basketball for real, but everybody talks about Draymond as a leader. He punched the shit out of Jordan Poole, overreacted, and now look. In the playoffs of that same year, you uh, 
You step on Sabonis. Now, one thing, he is a floor general. Like, he's important to have out there. They don't do well when they don't have Draymond. So you step on this man. Now, look, you done got yourself suspended. Now what if y'all go down 3-0? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just irresponsible for somebody who is supposed to be the OG of the t- one of the OGs on the team that's a leader. It's I irresponsible. Can, I, about to say, I can see how you're looking at that. Like, damn. You're supposed to be somebody on this team that's going to be able to – you you can't afford we can't afford to lose you to a suspension. Right. Yeah. I think Sabonis is gonna have a crazy game tonight because of the absence of somebody like a Draymond. You know what I'm saying? He was already I heard cooking. I heard he was already he was cooking. Already, so. He was already cooking. He was already cooking. And they say no Kawhi Leonard tonight against the uh Suns. He's out with a sprained knee. Oh, so we God. Yeah, so y'all have probably already watched that game. And tonight you guys are Friday. Y'all are watching uh, Boston and uh, Boston and uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, which I felt like that series is about to be over with. I yeah. like that Cavs Knicks series. Yeah, the Cavs. I mean, the Knicks went out there and stole the first game, and then the Cavs came out there and put that that my Cavs. I love the uh, the Timberwolves series too. It was close. Did you watch the end of that last just game? Because I just fuck with. Carl. I don't know why I like watching Carl Anthony. Damn. Yeah. I I like watching him play basketball. I like Anthony Edwards. The funniest thing about them two, I, you know, I think Carl Anthony Towns is hilarious. Bro. I think he's <laughs> hilarious. I, but I think he's a cool guy. Uh, I don't think he's, like, lame. People be trying mm. to make him lame. I just think – I thought it was funny when he said, this is what movies is made of. I'm like, what is this nigga, <laughs> man? I be wanting him to win so he, they can interview him. but So he can do his interview voice? Yeah, but I don't think they're getting past these nuggets. Nah. And I do think that Golden State wins tonight at home. And that Braun game, watch that game, dog. Oh, yeah. Clock. Hold on, wait. That's the same day as the as the fight, ain't it? Yes. Because that's going to be on Saturday. All right, bet. You got to make some wings or some shit. I'm going to do District Taco. You ain't what? never had no District Taco? No, nah, you know what? I'll figure it out. I'm going to make you a steak. Fuck that, man. Do the District Taco. <laughs> the nigga trying to get me up out of here. I'll get you a steak. I can make you a steak. Brown on both sides. I'm about to cut the red meat, bro. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna still eat pork though. <laughs> I'm about to stop doing. I'm about to stop smoking, bro. All right, bet yeah. I'm gonna do cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> what I the know fuck? motherfuckers listening is like, oh okay, yeah, cool. What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Look, I can't get rid of bacon, bro. That's how people. I can't get rid of I my bacon rid of and bacon. my. Can't get rid of my baked beans. Uh huh. Look, I just had a pork chop. It's like, nigga, you said you shouldn't have bought those, but um. I do think Cleveland, I want Cleveland to win this next game. I'm honestly, I love this Cavs team, and I think that they can beat this Knicks team, and I'm sorry, Knicks. The Knicks, I want to see what y'all do at home tonight. I think this game will be very telling. I'm pulling for my Cavs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks win at home. I think if the Knicks win at home, it goes to seven. But if the Cavs win, I'm taking the Cavs in five. Phoenix is going to win. No Kawhi. My Kings, I would love to see steal this game and go up 3-0. Because everybody just automatically picked the champions because that's what they thought. Did you want to make a uh, prediction for the fight? Prediction for Javante. Y'all know I'm picking Javante Tank Davis. I will be recording. I will be vlogging. How many rounds? I'm predicting a Javante Tank Davis knockout in the third round. We all know what Javante Tank Davis is going to do round one. He's going to do that thing where he's feeling Ryan out. He's not going to throw too many punches. 
The next round is going to be one of those fun rounds where Ryan start getting more, you know, because Javante ain't throw too much in the beginning. And, you know, Ryan said, you know, I got my opportunity. So I got to let these hands fly. He's going to be doing that thing where he leave his chin open and Tank going to be like that, right? <laughs> and then, look, he's going to be like, I got him. I got him. Third round. Mink. <laughs> mink. Mink. He's done. You'll see. When y'all see Ryan Garcia laid out there, stumble, bumbling. And you think Javante ain't going to go over and look at him? Look, if he loses, it's going to be funny. Javante, yeah, exactly. he looking at him. Javante watching how he knocked him out. <laughs> I'm trying to put ice on it just in case he lose. Javante Tank Davis will win this fight with ease. With ease. I'm saying Ryan Garcia is going to take advantage of what Roley started to take advantage of, which is that strong counter that he was tagging uh, Tank's ass with. He just got to protect himself. And not get knocked out. If you can take it to 12, you can win in 12. Javante is not a boxer that will win in 12 rounds often. He's a knockout artist. If you take him to 12, if if that dude, Santa Cruz, Leo Santa Cruz would have taken him to 12, he would have lost convincingly. It would have been 30 to 27. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But he like knocked his ass out. So all Ryan got to do is stay awake. But, I mean, I want I, I know Javante is a better fighter. I want Ryan to win because of this man right here. And because of you niggas online. So he's a uncle. I just ruckus ass nigga. <laughs> How about Uncle Ruckus? I want, well, I want him to win so you niggas can't be at. <laughs> I want. <laughs> it's because people like Terrence talk too much shit. Otis made it V2. Oh, yeah. We got that be, for you, player. Gonna be reaching out Shout to out you. to you. Hopefully we do another giveaway soon, too. And hopefully he has a record player. Hopefully, hey, look, or just collect it, bro. You, you can go and put this literally in your crib somewhere, you know? You can set this up in your crib, put it on your TV stand, put it on, the, on your dresser, put it on your whatever. This is, you do not have to even open this. That's I haven't true. opened mine. That's true. What I look like listening to it when I have an iPad and a, look, and a Serato speaker system worth $80,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Just collect it, dog. All right, y'all. That's it for 148. Till next time. This vlog, man, is about to change everything. Just. Woo.